Good morning. Before we set up the projector in the back, we was going to put a TV back there and have the TV on it. And I was thinking last night, I'm going to be a TV evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> My mama would be so proud of me <laughs> being on the TV. Amen. <laughs> But it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Good to feel His presence. Amen. Here I am to worship. Amen. Praise the Lord. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to be in the book of Psalms, chapter 23 this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Look around you. Amen. Take note of who's not here. Amen. We got a lot out. I know my mother-in-law's out. She's still up in up in the mountain. She's on the mountaintop. Yeah. Amen. I, I came back to the valley. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Been in the mountains this week. Amen. Giving thanks. I'll tell you what. Amen. This week was Thanksgiving week. Amen. We've got a lot to be thankful for. Amen. Praise the Lord. And whenever I think, one time I was, uh, whenever I was pastoring, <laughs> You know, I was going through something. You know, you go through things whenever you're you. <laughs> Amen. The pastor, a lot of times, burned down. And, and I was I was going through something. And I remember I was in the balcony. My church had a big balcony in the back of it. And I was up there, and I was I was loaded down, Brother Clyde. Amen. I began to pray, and I thought, well, I need to pray about this. I need to pray about that. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, don't you ask me for nothing. Amen. So I just stopped right there, and I started Praising Him and thanking Him. Yeah. Amen. For everything that I did have. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I, I ended up, by the time I was through with Sister Mary, I was thanking Him for the threads in the carpet. Yeah. Amen. For the pads in the pews. Praise the Lord. I got to thanking Him for everything that I could think of. You know what? We could start now and start writing. Yeah. Amen. We never have enough pen and paper to write down all the things that He's done for us. Amen. 20 Amen. Well, I wish it was still in my 20s. 31 years. Amen. He's kept my heart beating every day. Amen. 31 years. Amen. I woke up clothed in my right mind. Half the time. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will hate. Praise the Lord. He's kept me all this time. Amen. He's kept me. He's held me. Amen. He's protected me and he's protected my family. We've got a lot to be thankful for this morning. Psalm chapter 23. We're just going to read the whole chapter. Many of us, we can quote it. Amen. And I struggled. I'm not going to lie. I struggled with what to preach this morning. Because I had several thoughts just flooding my mind. And I thought, well, Lord, if I preach this message on this one, I can't preach this one over here. Amen. I just thought different things. And then it led me here to Psalm 23. And I think it covers all my thinking. Amen. Praise Amen. Psalm 23, the Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let us go before the Lord in prayer before we preach this morning. Gracious Heavenly Father, God, I'm so thankful, God, for one more opportunity, God, to share your word, this life-giving, amen, life-changing word of God that is purely anointed and inspired, God breathed unto man. God, and I pray that you would help me this morning to preach this word with the anointing power of your spirit. God, that it may fall upon the hearts of man, that we might leave out of here differently than the way that we came in. God, if we're here this morning and we're unsaved, let us leave saved. God, if we're hurt, God, let us leave healed. God, if we're suffering, God, let us leave in peace. Oh, God, do this morning what only you can do. God, for we have not the power, but all power in heaven and earth belongs to you. God, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It is so good, amen, to have the Word of God, amen, with us. Praise the Lord. We have the whole, amen, fulfilled Word of God, amen, given to us by the Word of God. Amen. The Bible says here in Psalms chapter 23, verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. Before we go on any further, I want to talk a little bit about the Word of God. Now, we know that there are a lot of different ways that you can read the book. Amen. Praise the Lord. We can read it literal. Amen. We can look at the book and it is a literal word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Adam and Eve literally were there. Amen. They literally ate the fruit and doomed all humanity. Amen. That, Jonah and the whale. That literally happened. Amen. You go through the book, we can read it literally. Amen. We, we read, amen, how that literally a virgin conceived and brought forth the male child and called his name Jesus. We read how he literally grew up. Amen. Praise the Lord. And died on the cross. Amen. That really happened. Amen. Somebody asked my mom one time, said, do you really believe that the penguins traveled all the way from Antarctica and found Noah and jumped on the ark? Amen. My mama was kind of taken aback by it. She said, well, I've never thought of it that way, but yeah, I believe it. Amen. Praise the Lord. We've got to believe this book. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you something. You can't believe in me. Amen. And I can't believe in you. Amen. But we can believe in the un, amen, unerring, all-powerful Word of God. If you can trust anything this morning, you can trust that book. Amen. You might not have faith in anybody or anything else, but there's one thing you, you can believe in, and it's that Word of God because it's never, ever going to lead you astray. Amen. And we can read it literally, but there's a flip side to that. Just like there's a physical, there is a spiritual. Amen. And see, this is the part where a lot of people have the most issues. This is a living word. Amen. It is a spiritual word. And there is life in that thing. That's why, amen, about 6,000 years later, we're still preaching messages out of Psalm 23. Amen. Because 
every time I read it. Amen. It comes alive in a different way. It is the living spiritual word of God. Amen. And sometimes, amen, we like to look at it in our flesh. Amen. But there is, amen, so much spirit in this book. We can't just look at the literal part of it, but we've got to look at what God is saying through his spirit. Amen. To the church in this word. Amen. Amen. We we read Psalm 23. Amen. And we, we talk about, amen, a lot of times us read at the graveside of some of a loved one that's uh, gone on to be with the Lord. We we read it, amen, at different times. We, we teach it in Sunday school and children's church. Amen. Hopefully our kids learn up knowing, amen, grow up knowing the 23rd Psalm. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, there's not a word in this book that is unimportant. Amen. amen. Especially to the church. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord, I could just stop right there and go home. The Lord is my shepherd. I'll tell you what, church, I'm not following man. I'm following the good shepherd. Amen. He called himself three different kinds of shepherds. Amen. One day I might get to preach that message. But he said, I'm the good shepherd, I'm the great shepherd, and I'm the chief shepherd. Amen. He is the shepherd. He is the head of the church. Amen. Do you believe that this morning? Amen. I don't care who's behind this pulpit. Amen. Whenever I was little in children's church, we used to sing a song. Y'all don't make fun of my singing. Amen. But we used to sing, I just want to be a sheep back. I just want to be a sheep back. Amen. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. I just want to be a sheep back. Amen. Then we go into, I don't want to be a Pharisee. I don't want to be a Pharisee. Because they're not fair, you see. I just want to be a sheep. Amen. Praise the Lord. I tell you what. Amen. I don't care what I am. I just want to be a sheep. Because the sheep, amen, have a shepherd. Amen. Did you hear me this morning? Amen. The sheep have a shepherd. The goats don't. Amen. You're either a sheep or you're a goat. Amen. Sheep have a shepherd. Amen. He didn't say I'm the great goat herder. Amen. He said I am the shepherd. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. Praise the Lord. I tell you one thing. I don't want to be a part of any other group than somebody. Amen. Other than the great shepherd. Amen. Because he is the head of everything. And I'm going to get to the Bible says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In other words, I'm not lacking for anything. Amen. And you think about that. You might not have all you want. Amen. But amen. I think about my children. Amen. Whenever they came out of their mama's tummy. Amen. That child had a mama and a daddy. And I looked down at that baby. I knew that that baby could not survive without me. Amen. It could not survive without its mama. We fed that baby. 
We stayed up in the night hours praying for fever. Amen. We rocked those babies. Amen. Even the two-year-old to this day will climb up in mama's lap and mama will rock that baby before she goes to bed. Amen. They had food on the table. Amen. I, 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 I tell people all the time, my children don't understand how blessed they are. That's right. Amen. There's never been a day that they've been alive that they didn't have food on the table. Why? Because they had somebody there to provide it. They couldn't do that on their own. Do you understand what I'm telling you? The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. I don't have the ability to feed myself. I don't have the ability to make it to heaven on my own. That's why he sent his spirit. Amen. I don't have the ability to, amen, to make it. Let me tell you something. Amen. Whenever we relinquish our will to the shepherd. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Whenever we relinquish our will, our hopes, our dreams, Amen. Our mind, our hearts, our soul to the will of the shepherd. And the sooner you do that, my friend, the better off you'll be. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Saul, Saul, why kickest thou against the pricks? Why are you cooking against the shepherd? Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. Let me tell you, God provides for us yes. spiritually yes, and physically. Yes. But this morning, I want to focus on that spiritual part. Amen. Because physically, we got everything we need. Look at us. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Just got through with Thanksgiving. I told Brother Harold and Sister Beverly this morning, I said, I, I, I need to preach on gluttony this morning. <laughs> That'll step on everybody's toes. Amen. We ate Thanksgiving. Amen. Had it had full bellies. Amen. Got a roof over our head. We are blessed physically, but we dine spiritually. Amen. We're in a place, amen, where we've got to remember who provides our spiritual nourishment. Amen. And it's not a man behind the pulpit. Listen, there are a thousand, ten thousand other people that could be behind this pulpit this morning and do a better job than me. Amen. But you listen to me this morning. It doesn't matter who's behind the pulpit. It matters. Amen. It matters who your shepherd is. Right. Amen. Because whenever you have the Lord as your shepherd. Amen. What did he do? He provided us with his word to feed us. Amen. He sent us pastors and elders of the church. He sent us Sunday school teachers. He sent us evangelists. Amen. To spread the word. He sent us missionaries. Amen. To take the gospel to the uttermost parts of the earth. God has provided for us spiritually. Yes. Amen. amen. I know used to, whenever I was a teenager, amen, we would, uh, me and one of my cousins, we would train and ride horses. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I used to even be able to do tricks on them. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't think I can do any of that anymore. Amen. We, we really like that. There's a, during the hot summer, we'd be riding 
Amen. Praise the Lord. And we go over uh, brooks and creeks and all sorts of stuff with those horses. Amen. There's one thing that you can do. You can take a horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. Amen. Praise the Lord. I used to push down on my horse's head trying to get that horse to drink some water out of that creek. Amen. Because I knew she was sweating and hot. Amen. But listen to me. Amen. God has provided for his sheep. He can't make you drink it. Amen. He can't make you eat it. Come on now. Amen. I used to tell my church whenever I pastored, I said, listen, I can't take you to heaven, but I can drag you to the cross. Amen. I can't get you in the gate, but I can take you to the cross. Amen. amen. This morning, amen. You know, I've been thinking, amen. Praise the Lord. I know that's dangerous. But I've been thinking about a lot of things. Amen. There is no reason that we should have to walk out of this building, amen, worse than the way that we came in. I am sick and tired of leaving the church more depressed than I was whenever I came in here. That ought not be the way that God has provided for us spiritually. Amen. He has given his spirit for the church. If you came in sick, I believe with all my heart you can leave out healed. Amen. Amen. If you came in here worried, you can leave out with peace. Amen. Not by my power, but by his spirit. Amen. It is by his spirit. Amen. That he is able to do these things. Amen. I don't want to leave out of here feeling worse than the way that we came in. Amen. Amen. The edification of the church, and I'll tell you one thing, amen, it's up to you to get it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Amen. The shepherd can lay the feast. Amen. Thanksgiving Day, we had ham and turkey, three different dressings. Amen. Praise the Lord. We had all this food, but i tell you one thing, I wouldn't have got a bite of it had I not went and got my plate and my fork and went to each and every station. Amen. Come on. I went to every dish. Amen. Praise the Lord. We ought to be like that in the house of God. Sunday morning, amen, and say, I got my plate ready, God. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord, I got my plate ready. Let me tell you something about God. He doesn't want anything from you. He just wants you. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. And whenever we walk in with our plates ready, amen, praise the Lord, I'm ready, God. Just fill me on up. Amen. Just fill me on up. Why? Because he's the shepherd. He wants you to eat. Yes. Amen. How many of you that's got a baby didn't want that baby to eat? No. You took that baby and stuck the bottle in his mouth and said, eat this. Amen. Why? Because you love that thing. You care for that thing. God cares for you this morning. He wants you to be nourished. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Let me tell you something, if you don't believe that God can't restore, amen, this place. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. Amen. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells.
eggshells, but I'm about to step on them, Brother Tom. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. Amen. We've been in the middle of turmoil. We've been in the middle of confusion. We've been in the middle of, amen, people feel like we're just breaking down. Let me tell you something. I don't care what's going on in the church. I don't care what's going on in our country. And I don't care what's going on in the world as long as God is my shepherd. Amen. Amen. He is a restorer. Amen. And if you don't believe it, you just look at the person that's standing here today. I cannot count the time that God had to restore me. Amen. And you might be super spiritual this morning. God never had to restore you. But I've had to crawl on my hands and knees back to the cross and say, God, restore me. Amen. David said, restore to me the joy of my salvation. Lord, amen. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. Amen. Take me back, God. Amen. And restore me back to where I was. He leadeth me. He, amen. Praise the Lord. He leadeth he, into the green pastures. God's got good stuff. He didn't say that he led him, amen, down into the briar patch. He said he led him down into the green pasture beside the still waters. Amen. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Amen. You've been fighting. You've been calling. Amen. Tooth and nail trying to keep your head above water. But I'm here to tell you, my friend, God's about to lead you by some green pastures. Yeah. Amen. He's going to set you down beside the bubbling brook. And he's going to give you some peace of your mind. Amen. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. What is righteousness? It's what's right. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. He's not going to lead you down a place that you ought not go. That's why I just said what I said. Amen. Praise the Lord. He's not going to lead you astray. He's always going to lead you in the right way. I had a preacher one time explaining like this. You get a piano, which we got a keyboard, so it's always in tune. Amen. But you get an acoustic piano, one of those big grand pianos. Amen. Just imagine for a second that we filled this whole room up with pianos. And I took a tuning fork. And I tuned the piano to that tuning fork. It's in tune. Right? Then I go to the next piano. And instead of tuning that piano into the tuning fork, I tune it into the piano that I just tuned. You keep doing that on down the road. Amen. What's going to happen, sister? At the end of it, it ain't going to be in tune, is it? You're going to get off somewhere. Amen. Praise the Lord. But if you come in here and you take that tuning fork and you tune every single one of those pianos to the same tuning fork, whenever you get through and you hit C, amen, it's going to be C on every single one of them. 
Let me tell you something. We should not be tuning ourselves to each other. Come on, come on. Come on now. We should be tuning ourselves to the shepherd. Amen. Don't follow me, honey. You follow him. Amen. That's who I've got to follow. If you're going to make it to heaven, you're going to have to follow the shepherd. Amen. I don't know the way. Amen. Praise the Lord, but I know the way. Amen. I know the way, the truth, and the life, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And I've got to follow him. Amen. I can't follow you, Sister Mary. Amen. Praise the Lord. The blind lead the blind. Amen. I can't follow Brother Clyde. Amen. But if I start following the shepherd, amen, and Sister Mary starts following the shepherd, and Brother Tommy starts following the shepherd, then we're all together. You want to see unity in a church? You get everybody tuned in to the shepherd. Amen. You don't have to agree with me, but you're going to have to agree with him. Well, Lord, you might not agree with my opinion, but that's all right, honey. There's going to be all sorts of opinions in heaven, but there's only going to be one that makes it, and it's going to be the one that follows the shepherd. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I can't follow anybody else but that's him right. and his word. That's right. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I'm reminded of Jesus whenever he stepped onto the scene and he was explaining all this. He said, I'm the good shepherd. I'm the door. I'm the way. Amen. Sheep know my voice. They hear me and they know my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. Why? Because there's only one way. Amen. And it's through that shepherd. For his, he takes me down the path of righteousness. Amen. For his name's sake. Amen. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Wait a minute, Brother DJ. We just been talking about green pastures and bubbling brooks. Now all of a sudden you're talking about the valley of the shadow of death. What in the world is going on? Amen. Friend, let me tell you something. Amen. As long as you're following Jesus, amen, you're going to go through some rough times. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was talking, we was talking actually in the college and career age class. Amen. We got on that scripture that says, Amen. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with uh, wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. We read that scripture. A lot of times we think that we should be flying all the time. And then we get discouraged whenever we walk. He never said anything about walking in a derogatory way. You can't fly all the time. You can't run all the time. But you can't walk all the time either. There's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. There's going to be valleys and there's going to be mountaintops. There's going to be rivers and there's going to be deserts. Come on now. Yeah, there, there's going to be dangers. Amen. We're about to get to my favorite part. Amen. There's going to be dangers. Amen. But listen to me. I will fear no evil. 
next one, Brother Patrick. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Amen. Let me give me a plate this morning. Amen. I want you to just get this mental image. Amen. Stuck in your head. You think about, amen, a sheep, a shepherd, and a flock out there, amen, surrounded by fence. Amen. Only one way in and one way out. Amen. The shepherd's in there with his rod and his staff, and he pours a bucket of food out for the sheep, and they're over there eating. But you know what? Beyond that fence, there's wolves and lions and bears and all sorts of enemies. And you know what they're doing? They're looking in, saying, how can I get a hold of one of those sheep? Amen. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Amen. Let me, let me explain to you what is happening right now spiritually. Alright, you listen to me. We're in the presence of Almighty God being fed the Word of God and the devil's looking in saying, how can I get Sister Liz? Right? He has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My God's so big that I can eat in the presence of the devil and be alright. <laughs> Amen. My God is so great. Amen. His protection is so good. Yes. Amen. That here I am eating spiritually while that roaring lion walking to and fro is seeking whom he might devour. Let me tell you something. He wants you. Yes. Amen. He wants you. Amen. Spencer, he wants us. Amen. But praise the Lord, he can't get to me without going through the shepherd. Amen. Amen. The only way to get to me is through the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. Amen. So you know what the devil wants to do? He wants to separate you from the church. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, amen. Praise the Lord. I used to, amen, whenever I was youth pastor. I don't, I don't wish youth pastoring on my worst enemy. <laughs> amen. Whenever I was uh, over the youth, amen, I would watch, and it would break my heart, Brother Cod, because there's always one that it seemed like the devil could separate and isolate away from the rest of them. And they struggled worse than anybody else because they felt like they were alone. Ain't that right, Sister Carrie? Right. Come on, man. It don't just stop in the youth group. It goes on to the big church. And what the devil does best as he says, let me separate you out and get you over here all by yourself. Because the devil knows if he can get, amen, Brother Gary away from Brother DJ and Brother Clyde and Brother Harold and everybody that loves him and that's praying for him and get him separated from the fold, then he can get him. 
That's why it's so important to realize that you're not just a sheep by yourself. Sheep come in flocks. Last Sunday I preached it's time for the church to surround the enemy. But this morning I'm going to tell you it's time for the sheep to separate each other. To surround one another. That's why I said at the beginning of this, look at who's not here. Look at who's not here. It's not just the preacher's responsibility to call the ones that's not here. It's all of our responsibility to say, hey, we missed you at church this morning because the devil's trying his best to isolate them and separate them from the church. Because whether you believe it or not, the people in this church love you. That's right. Whether you know it or not, the people in this church is praying for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we've got to surround each other. I'll tell you one thing. Amen. I wish that I was one of those sheep that just laid in the in the lap of the shepherd all day and he petted and everything was fine. I'm not one of those. I'm one of the ones trying to climb under the fence to get out. Amen. I'm one of the ones trying my best. Amen. The grass is always greener on the other side. Amen. Trying to get out of that thing. But outside of the protection of the shepherd is nothing but death and destruction. For the wages of sin are death. Amen. But the gift of God is eternal life. There is nothing out in this world for us. We're sheep. Amen. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. You know, I debated on whether or not to preach this, but I'm going to preach it anyway. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, they really do pour oil on sheep's head. Yeah, praise the Lord. And one of the reasons that they do is those male sheep, Amen. We'll get together and they'll start fighting. <laughs> Did y'all know that? They'll start fighting. So they'll oil up those heads of those sheep. So that whenever they butt heads, they'll slide away from each other and won't hurt each other. Y'all know that? Y'all, I wasn't born in this thing yesterday. <laughs> I've been in church long enough to see people fight. I've been in church long enough to see people fuss. But Lord, if you just anoint my head with oil. Amen. If you just anoint my head with oil, God, and let my cup runneth over. Amen. Not only that, there's a little pest. Amen. All those little bugs. Amen. They pour that oil on those sheep. Amen. I know I'm talking all that in the physical. Amen. But the God that wrote this psalm one day was out keeping sheep by night and then they called him. Amen. And said we're not going to sit down until that shepherd boy gets in here. And Samuel had a horn of oil. And he took that oil and he poured it over that shepherd's head and the oil ran down his beard. Let me tell you something. It's not just for amen fighting in the church but it is for amen the kingdom and the glory of God. And it represents his anointing. Do you know what anointing is? 
Anointing is God giving you the ability to do what He's called you to do. Amen. Yeah. You realize that this morning? Amen. David wasn't king until God gave him the ability to be king. That's right. Amen. Praise the Lord. God, amen. We're not anything until God anoints us. Amen. That anointing breaks the yoke. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, even in the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. And then by the time we get here, we done got through the whole thing we're tired of talking about, tired of reading it, that we don't pay attention to that last sentence. But it says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know what David's saying, Brother Bobby? I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay right here in the house of God. Amen. Amen. You know, <laughs> amen. A lot of times we go, y'all know that old hymn, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Amen. I can't count the times that I've had to preach, amen, and people sitting there singing that song and meaning it literally. Amen. I shall, you move me if you can. Preaching. Come on now. Move me if you can. Amen. Praise the Lord. But we ought to be looking at the devil's head. Move me if you can. Devil. I ain't going anywhere, but I'm going to stay in the house and in the presence of God. This isn't just anybody writing this. This is the anointed King David. And he said, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We've come too far to turn back now. I've been in this thing too long. Amen. I fought too many devils, Brother Tommy, to give in now. Amen. Come on. Amen. Y'all might not fight devils like I do, but I have to fight some devils sometimes. Amen. I've done fought too many, Brother Spencer, to let the devil win today. Amen. I've done had to go through too many valleys. Amen. To be scared now. Yeah. Amen. Because I know in whom I believe. That's right. Yeah. Lord. Amen. And it is that shepherd with the rod and the staff. Y'all know if I, you look up the Greek definition, or I'm sorry, the Hebrew definition of that word rod, it means a lot of things. One of those things is correction. Sometimes God has to hit me over the head. Come on now. <laughs> I wouldn't dare say this, but uh, I'm, I'm going to quote one of the other preachers. Amen. Another preacher. He was preaching a revival one day. Amen. And he said, he was preaching about Moses and his rod and hitting the rock. He said, I'd love to hit some of those rocks at my church to see if some, some water would come out of them. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you know what? Sometimes God has to use that rod of correction to put us back in our place. But he wouldn't do that if he wasn't his sheep. That's right. That just means I'm his. That's right. Amen. Praise the Lord. That just means I'm his. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
I'm going to dwell in his presence forever. That's right. Lord. You better believe it. I'm going to dwell in the presence of God forever. Whenever this old body breaks down and breaths no more in this old body, I'm still going to be in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And I'm going to be in his presence forever and ever. And move me if you can. Yeah. Come on. Me and Brother Clyde is going to be in heaven fighting over the throne. <laughs> fighting over who's going to be at the foot of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I'm going to just have to stay here a little while. I'm going to tell this story. Yeah. And then I'm going to close. Is that alright? I know yeah. I've been preaching for a long time. There's this young person. Got saved. And his mom and daddy wasn't. They was heathens. Y'all know there's still heathens in the world. I used to be one of them except by the grace of God. This heathen... He then got saved, this young man, and his dad said, you won't last, you won't last, you can't make it. And the young man looked up at his dad and said, Daddy, do you believe I can make it at least a year? And his dad said, no son, I don't believe you can live for God for even a year. He said, do you think I can live for God for six months? And he said, no, I don't even believe you can make it six months. Said, Daddy, do you believe I can make it a week? He said, no, I don't even think you can make it a week. He said, well, do you think that I can just live for God for a minute? And his daddy said, yeah, you might be able to make it one minute. That young man looked at his daddy and said, Well, I'll just live for God minute by minute. Amen. I'll just live for you, God, minute by minute. Let me tell you something. I know it gets hard sometimes. And sometimes we just plow ourselves right out of that thing. We just run as far away as we can. Sometimes we just got to throw our hands in there and say, Okay, God, I can't make it a day, but I can make it a minute. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Stand up all over the building. There is so much in this psalm. And it's hard to preach on the 23rd psalm sometimes because it's been preached every, every way from Sunday. And there is no telling how many times the preacher got behind this pulpit and dissected the 23rd time. But I just felt like this morning that there was so much in this scripture. And I'm not going to stand up here this morning and pinpoint and, and say, well, did the Lord speak to you here? Did the Lord speak to you here? I'm just going to ask a general question this morning. Did the Lord speak to you through his word this morning? Will you raise your hand? Amen. Now I'm a firm believer. They just don't stop there. Because if I let you go right now, all you've done is heard another sheep tell you something from the Bible.
But this morning, you've got to let the shepherd speak to your heart. I'm just a sheep. Oh, but that shepherd. I can just see him picking, picking up those little lambs. Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't know what your need is this morning, but the shepherd does. We got one here in the altars. Is there anybody else this morning? The shepherd's talking to you. You say, I want to climb up in the shepherd's lap this morning. I want to be in His presence. Will you come?